Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 221. How to work your tennis craft. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Hey guys, sitting around on a couch thinking about your tennis game? Who doesn't want to improve? Check out my new tennis system called Accelerator Tennis System, a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. I developed this system for new tennis players, laps players who used to play and are looking to get back into the game, or anyone who's kind of hit a ceiling, taken some lessons, and they're looking for a fresh start on how to improve your tennis game. I'm going to include a link for Accelerator's tennis system in the show notes. Check it out. I got a little introductory video there for you to check out. Well, today's topic, how to work your tennis craft. Now, for me personally, I've been married to tennis for now 34 years. So my game and my life and my commitment has been to the sport of tennis. And one of the things I've learned over the years is that you have to really have a role model, whether it's a coach or a pro or some sort of mentor, whether it's your business or it's your personal life. Tennis is no different. You really need someone to kind of guide the ship. Sometimes my mentors have changed over the years. Uh, sometimes I never even knew them. Like I still have role models today. Like I'll watch players on the tour and I'll just follow kind of some of the patterns that they use and the, the way they behave. Like for instance, I'm really fascinated by Novak Djokovic's pre-serve routine and the way he gets ready. Also, Maria Sharapova was also very good at that. So I'll take little aspects from people's games and I'll use them for, for my own game and test them out. So I think the uh, the first of the seven tips here is find a role model. I think it's important to have a local role model as well as maybe somebody that you see on television that you might not have immediate contact with. Uh, number two is you got to develop curiosity. If you want to really get good at your craft, and this in this case it's tennis, you really need to develop a curiosity for your craft, which means you've got to kind of dive into the nitty gritty. So you and your role model will together do this. Tip number three, you got to build habits, and I've I've divided the habits into two categories. You can have technical habits. You know, how to hold a racket, how to make contact with the ball, how does the wrist work, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think these are really underutilized, but they're situational habits. Like what shot situations do I need to ingrain into my game when this comes up? For example, a lot of people hit a good first serve and they'll get a middle ball that's right around midcourt. And a lot of people will overhit that ball. So a lot of times when I'm training my students and we're building habits, we're working on different situations. So when that situation comes up, they know exactly what to do. They don't have to overthink it and they can trust their instincts. Tip number four is be fractionally better. What do I mean by fractionally better? You can play a tennis match, and if you look, if you've ever done stats or had your your matches charted, you're going to notice that a lot of matches, when you just go by overall points, not necessarily the set score, like six four six four, you look at a six four six four match, and you look at the overall points. A lot of times, it'll be sixty six points to sixty three points. 
So there's typically not that big a differential in the amount of points won. So if you want to be fractionally better in a lot of different aspects of your game, it's going to be really helpful. So for instance, if you want to get your serve better, it might make sense to be 2 or 3% better than the average player at your serve. Now, we're going to get into tip number five, and it's going to tie into what I'm talking about, about fractional improvement. But we're going to talk about tip number five is develop a playing style. One of the things you should do with your role model and developing curiosity and building habits on the practice court is you should start to understand and see a certain playing style in the way you play. And this is where fractional philosophy gets into, into play. Let's say, for instance, you're an old school serve and volley player. Well, for you to be fractionally better than your opponent, you have to have a really good serve and a really good volley. So you're going to need to work on those games and those aspects of your game to have success so you can have that little edge that gets you better. Tip number six, I threw this in here. You need to have a healthy amount of skepticism. And the reason I'm saying this is you're going to have a lot of different people with different philosophies. And you need to kind of understand based on the first five tips, what works for you. So if you have to switch coaches or you got to switch role models and you're going to really need to have some sort of critical analysis of what you're consuming because you got to buy into it and you have to own your own game. A coach can tell you how to do the technique. They can rehearse it at the end of the day, but it's got to be a good fit for you. And you got to take ownership of your game and the playing style that you want. For example, I have a couple of students right now who want to really develop one-handed backhands. I didn't really think it was a good idea, but it's their game and they want to own it. Now, I tell them the upside and the downside of learning a one-handed backhand. It takes longer to learn. There's more of a grip change. Uh, sometimes you have to be a little bit more physically built in the upper body to do a one-handed backhand. And so they have to own it. If they want to hit with that, I will teach it. So I think a healthy skepticism is good because it's not always the end of the world to challenge your coach into thinking because the, the, the benefit of that is you're going to develop a greater understanding of the technique yourself and your game. And finally, this is the most important tip, and it's tip number seven, is you got to get off the practice court. You got to get off of YouTube. You got to get off this podcast. You got to get off of all this philosophy, and you got to go live. You got to take what you learned and put it to action on court. And you can do practice matches with your friend, but I'm going to classify going live by saying you got to play a real life tournament. It's a lot different than the practice court. And you're going to learn a lot about your game. I use the old voluntary rule. Don't lose more than three matches in a row. If you're going live, aka playing tournaments or leagues, and you've lost more than three matches in a row, you need to find someone and go kick their ass. Because it's not going to be fun just constantly losing a match. You're going to get matches. You're going to get discouraged. And it's going to really be not as much fun. And you're going to kind of stymie your development. So those are your seven tips on how to work your tennis craft. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Mama. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. And once this COVID-19 virus clears, I think in the meantime, you can start a free Find a Tennis Partner service right on BackhandCity.com. 
log in and join the site with your first name, last name, and your email address. And then once you're inside the dashboard, you can decorate your profile with your tennis picture, a little bit about yourself, where you live, what kind of game you have, what level you are, and you can immediately start creating relationships and find a tennis partner. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when-